Welcome to SyncMind. For a better experience, please use headphones. I take it that we all want to become better and better, develop ourselves. This development can become faster with greater and greater change that we can invite in ourselves. If I'm happy in my own comfort zone and say, okay, I'm not going to change, then there cannot be transformation. Transformation needs, demands change. Development demands change. For example, when I have to look myself in the mirror and I see, oh, this is missing, that is missing, my grown beard, I need to correct my... It's possible when I look myself in the mirror. But you say, okay, I look myself in the mirror. There is no change necessary. I am perfect. People who think themselves to be perfect, they have to rethink. Because it is your own idea. When your beloved or your dear ones in the family says, look, you're not right, you're not looking good today. But you say, I look myself in the mirror. So there is argument. From a behavioral side, behavior cannot be seen in the mirror. It gets reflected in the inner mirror of yourself. You face yourself inside yourself. Meditation is all about making your consciousness a perfect mirror to see yourself. Can you see yourself with bad behaviors? Can you see yourself with so many defects? If you can put up with that, there are no chances of changing yourself, transforming yourself. Through meditation, consciousness becomes your mirror that reflects your innate nature. If somebody says, you have done this wrong, but that is from the other's mirror, you may not agree. There may be arguments. But when you see it for yourself, that yes, I have done something wrong. This inspiration from inside will come only from your heart. So nobody else can tell you. Others have become irrelevant anyway. You're not going to listen. Even if you listen, you still have to analyze and confirm within your heart that yes, what they are saying is right or wrong. So ultimately the answer will only come from the heart. Signals will come from the heart whether to listen or not to listen, to change or not to change, or retract my steps back or go forward. All these signals come from the heart. Now, if the heart is misguided, what can you do? So, when we meditate, this misguidance disappears. One faces oneself as it is. Now, most people don't like to meditate is because they cannot face themselves. They cannot face their ugliness. It's like, you know, mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the most beautiful of them all. And each time you look ugly, you want to break the mirror. It's not the fault of the mirror. It is not the fault of my consciousness. So I have to be courageous to see myself, my defects, and try to correct them at each step, moment after moment. I cannot say I will correct myself tomorrow. A drunkard says, next time. Then this 
time to stop drinking doesn't come. But these bad habits are not only restricted to bad drinking or bad smoking. There are bad habits, for, for example, bad mouthing about somebody, getting angry at just like that. Or, you know, having so much of passion about certain unnecessary thing that drains our energy. Anything that drains our energy. Anything where my input cannot produce a better output. With lesser and lesser energy, where I can have better and better output, is an efficient system. The wisdom only is this, that more and more, if it requires energy from my side, that means the process is against me. If it has to become in favor of myself, if I have to become efficient myself, then with lesser energy input, I must be able to have a greater output. That must be understood if you want a success. Now what happens in meditation when I'm facing myself from inside, all kinds of things pops up. I have to make up my mind and say, okay, this is my defect, I will remove it. The way will be shown to you, and yes, this is how it can be removed. Courage will be given, strength will be given. Now what is lacking, for example, if I don't have courage, that too will come. Moment you are ready to do things, all the nature's help, divine help, is ever ready they will conspire together to make us better. All the nature's forces will conspire together so that we become better and better instruments in the hands of God. We are His extended hands. Not that He needs our help, but He likes to see so many His, his children becoming like Him, perfect. And this perfection comes only when we remove defects it. So that's why I like to also call this process as transformative creativity. You transform yourself and create a new self out of yourself. Change yourself. Most people don't like changes. See, I've seen in my life, many couples, they fight on a simple thing. Why? Suppose they go to hotel or you change a house, changing bedroom. And in changing the bedroom, you'll have a different bed. Sometimes bathroom is on the different side. Wife wants to sleep on the side of the bathroom. Husband says, no, I generally sleep on your left. There will be fight. Even adjusting in a bed where who would sleep on which side can result in arguments. Just because of minor change you cannot put up with. Imagine the changes that we are talking about, total transformation of my personality. It needs more adjustment, more flexibility. If you remain stuck that, no, no matter what you do, I will not sleep on the left side of the bed, then you had it, you'll have to sleep on the sofa for three months. What would you prefer? Once you have argument with your spouse, you'll have to, you'll end up sleeping on the sofa. So better not argue, adjust and move on, see, change yourself. Even children, when they are studying in kindergarten or first grade or second grade, when teachers are changed in the classroom, they get home. So such a phobia, oh, my teacher is gone, I cannot go to the same class. 
worse is when they have to change the school they cannot adopt this change so easily they become frantic they start crying the change is not a very welcome thing in our own uh, mechanisms rather we have to if you want to change we have to invite change if you want to transform yourself completely invite more and more change but requirement is constant adjustment all the time to become better see in the yogic journey when we move from one level of consciousness to another level of consciousness to next level another level of consciousness what really happens is your inner environment goes on changing from what it was grosser to subtle subtler subtlest it keeps on changing with this inner change it's like changing the environment altogether perhaps from monsoon which is so turbulent full of rain thunder and light to a peaceful spring some people are not able to adjust oh what happened to my rain now it is so hot or so many flowers and it gave me allergy you people have all kinds of uh, responses to various weathers same thing inside see inner weather is more profound than outside some people may like it some people may say oh no it's so peaceful i don't like this what will i do it's a boring peace so one has to adjust acclimatize with one's own environment which is within See, outside mid whatever happens so beautiful example is you know cities like bangalore where there used to be no higher degree temperature than 30 degrees it was a very good weather nowadays it's it reaches 38 40 degrees sometimes and uh, there's a constant struggle to adjust oneself with this temperature but people with air condition 25 degrees they have nothing to adjust the its inner weather is perfectly fine but they miss out on this varying temperature variety of nature now if you look at it differently now see moods ever changing what is sthit pragya so much praised by lord krishna you may be going through all kinds of weather inside but your inner response will be always be of peace tranquility and poised so that inner environment has to be maintained properly changes will be there outside changes but the inner radar must reflect the goodness inner radar always reflect moderation and this happens by fine tuning ourselves our consciousness through meditation again and again we come back to the same theme meditation say i'm talking of adjusting within myself of course to various things which are outside me for example your mother says something your father says something or your friend says something your responses will be different in in there are moments when you can argue sometimes you may lose your temper and become angry and say no i'm not going to adjust but later on you realize something else then you say i wish i had adjusted earlier in relationship you always expect other person to sacrifice we said no in true relationship in loving relationship in a grihastha jeevan family life it's all about sacrifice but unfortunately we expect sacrifice 
from the other side. We don't want to sacrifice it ourselves. It's a limitless process. When you're loving someone limitlessly, infinitely, then this adjustment will also will have to be limitless. See, the moment you say, I have sacrificed for my child, then I don't know which child you're talking about. Is it your own child or somebody else's child? When you have your own, then you don't say, I woke up at two o'clock to feed my baby who was crying. It's out of joy you would feed your child even at two in the morning. Father might be grumpy. Father might say, oh, why the hell is he crying now? You go and feed him. Mother will do it happily. For her, sacrifice, there is no such word like a sacrifice. When there is true love, such words don't exist, sacrifice. You would be willing to do anything and everything for that loved object. The moment you think I'm sacrificing, story has ended. This also gives me the idea in any relationship, I must have the ownership of that. Ownership means the sense of belonging. See, after marriage, when the new bride enters the new house with in-laws, and she thinks this house is not mine, my house was somewhere, or my house is still there, this is Pariah house, my, this is my in-laws house, this is my husband's house. That marriage is also, from the beginning, it is on the rocks. Unless and until one has a sense of belonging, that I belong, this, this is my house, these are my father and mother. And reciprocation also comes up accordingly. But from my side, if I say these are, this is not mine, then you started a problem. Ownership, sense of belonging must be there. If something is not belonging to me, why would I try to care about that object or a person? When all are like mine, then there is no question of sacrifice or adjustment. Well, for me, one thing was very clear, that by hook or crook, under any circumstance, I must achieve, I must realize my goal. The spiritual path was very clear in my head. Every other thing that was there was only to support the spiritual life. That is the key to it, see. As a student, when I studied in colleges, I did fairly well, I would say. I had good friends. I loved my professors and their love was also profound. Their affection soured, I mean, upon me was so great. Family members, no dearth of love. I think I, I can say the same thing in business world. Even till today, ever since starting my business career in 1984, I'm yet to see one employee leaving our premises. They're all still there. They may have disappeared because of death, or some of them may have started a new business after learning from us, but not quitting out of bad relationship. They always, we always had a family type of relationship. When I, I just mentioned to you that ownership, sense of belonging to each other must be there for anything to survive, be it family or business. If somebody is trying to give your good help something, let's see, 50 rupees extra, 
per day. Surely you can also do it. Overwhelm them with enough salary so that they don't look around. You have made enough of profit. You are making enough of profit. Let us see three crore you have made. Out of that, if you just share extra one crore with your employees, what harm can it do? You still have two crores. What will you do with it anyway? You will have thus a good, honest and responsible and loyal help all around with you. I started traveling to India from 1984 onward on a very regular basis. My friends used to be surprised. How could you travel like that? I said, I have good help. They will not cheat me. They will not be dishonest with me because we are good towards each other. And this realization came to me only through meditation. You look after others, they look after you. You try to earn out of their precious sweat, it's not good. You must reciprocate better than others. If they can give you something, you shower them with more. Then everything can flourish. Your business will flourish, your consciousness will flourish, your spirituality will flourish. So everything is taken care of. I have always thought that, you know, because of my master, his constant help was there. His guidance was also there. There were times, of course, there were difficulties also. Once I had caught one employee stealing something, newly joined employee, and I came to know it also, something suspicious is going on. And we proved it. I called him to the office and said, my friend, what do you need? How much do you need? You stole only $250. I'm giving you 500, take it. But don't do this again. The gentleman is still there as a loyal friend. I say, I can understand your weakness. I can understand your family's needs. But don't do this. If ever you need it, come to me. So I think we can build a better world when we are ready to do anything for people with, when we belong to each other. See, they're looking after your business. Why can't you give them a little extra? They've sacrificed their lives. See, they wake up early in the morning, seven o'clock, come to your drugstore by eight o'clock, they start the business. By the time it's Closing, it's 8 o'clock. By the time they go home, it's 10 o'clock. More than 80% of their life, waking hours, they are spending with you. Not even looking at families. I think we owe each other more than what we are giving. Try not to distinguish spirituality from materiality. They have to be integrated. At best, I must spiritualize my material existence. Even the business world can be spiritualized with good thoughts and good actions. It will never be a losing proposition.